Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, my name is Steve, and I'm with uh, our co-host, Jen. Jen, do you want to say hi? Hello. Um, we're going to get right into it because, Jen, I have a question for you. Yes. What have you been up to for the past month and a half? Steve, it's summer, which means I've been out and about. Mm-hmm. Or. 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 I've literally watched... 10 Marvel movies since our last episode recording. That's awesome. No, it's not. It, it really is. I've been waiting. Like three hours. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Because <laughs> re- when we normally talk about Marvel movies, and in case... And my eyes glaze yeah, over. In case uh, you don't know, um, this episode is specifically devoted to the MCU, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe and normally when these uh, big tentpole Marvel superhero movies come out, you know I'll talk about it for a little bit. You know if it's Black Panther, I'll talk about it a lot. Um, and Jen will kind of sit there and entertain me and be polite and cordial, ask me some questions as though she cares, but she really doesn't. I um, was so wrong, Steve. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I just need one. I need one that will just hook her. And then we'll go from there. And who knew? And, and you know, I should have known. It's my fault. I should have known that the one would have would be Chris Evans. Not a movie, but a man. And not just a man, but the super soldier of Jen's heart. Chris Evans, yes. Captain America. Yes. So why don't we, why don't you tell everyone the, the time, the, yes, the, the evolution, timeline. the timeline, what happened here. And then I have a lot of questions for you, Steve. Yes. So this is going to be very exciting. So, I went with my movie pass, which we discussed... Last episode. Last episode. Um, to go watch Avengers Infinity War, and this was before surge pricing and all this good before stuff. Before it hit the before, fan. Before, during the good times, olden times. Um, mind you, I was very confused a lot of the movie, because I had... During Infinity War? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, that's I, right. I was like, who the heck is this Vision dude? Like, where did he come from? Because the last Avengers movie I watched was Avengers, right? I didn't watch um, the second one. Um, I also, like, had never watched Captain America. Right. And then he appears on screen in his... Was that the first time you saw him as Captain America? I mean, I always knew who... No, but in, in, in a movie... In a movie, yes. No, no, because you yeah. watch you watch Marvel. I mean, you watch the Avengers. Oh, know, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know, I didn't. It'd I didn't been a care. while. It'd been a while. I didn't really care. But he looks different in this movie. He's got that great beard, great slick beard, back hair, long hair. Like Captain America got rugged. Um, you know the you know the scene I'm talking about when he Where comes he to rescue catches the and, the like, spear yeah. out of the shadow. Yeah, it's like, oh lord, who is this man? <laughs> there were two very specific moments where I like had chills go down my spine, and I grabbed my wife's. Thigh she just so like, hard. She just like what? Yeah, that was that was the first one. I, someone did um like a compilation of how many minutes all of the Avengers are on the screen mm-hmm. because it's it has like what like sixty four characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Captain America, literally, Chris Evans is only in this movie for six minutes and forty five seconds. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I was very taken back by it, and and then the ending, I was like. What's happening? Why is right. it so dramatic? And also now I, now I feel invested in this. Yeah. So then. Yeah. I went 
on Netflix and like looked up like what movies there were and then it just became this like spiral. So do you want a list of all the movies that I watched or like what do you want? I to think do? I think that's exactly what we should do. And I think you should I'm putting you on the spot. I think you should rate them between zero to ten after each one. Just be like this one. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Um, let's start with um, you mean like all of the movies that I watched in the past month and a half, or all of the movies in general that I've ever watched of Marvel? Just a month and a half. Okay. Just a month and a half. Okay. Yeah. This is not in any order, really. Let, yeah, not in any order. Um, the first Captain America. First Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Fun fact. Did you know? You know when... In Infinity War, when Thanos goes to get that last soul stone, mm-hmm. and there's, like, that guy in the hood who tells him he has to sacrifice, like, something that he loves. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. You know who that character is supposed to be? Red Skull from Captain America, the first Avenger. Because he says, I had one. And that's supposed to be him. Steve, I don't know. Okay, okay. Um, it's good. Eight. Eight. That's, you know, I would say that the idea of taking a superhero and doing the backstory before bringing them into modern time that Captain America First Avenger does here is great, improved upon with Wonder Woman. Yes. It reminded me a lot about of Wonder Woman and what they did there. Um, I just loved his backstory so much because so much of who... Captain America is how do I frame how do I word this um like the backstory I like the backstory really spoke to me um this kid who just wants to be a soldier who wants to protect his country and is unable to do so and then is able to like become an agent or a soldier that is able to do so and then he's like the most righteous person who's ever lived (laughs) The most righteous person who's ever lived. You know. Listen, I I love Steve Rogers and I love Captain America. I don't want to be fighting justice like every minute of every yeah. single day. So I think you would get real tired. Oh, that you did you did text me that once. Yeah, you did text me that once. But um, yeah, so I just loved it. I loved the whole. Um, I think I before I understood anything, I was like, "How come Captain America's like ninety five? Is he a vampire?" And then I watched. Oh, you did ask me that if he's a vampire. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, because I like had no idea that he was like sleeping for like seventy years and like um, yeah. But Captain America is also my favorite Avenger, which we can get into later, Mm -hmm. because I think his action scenes are so great because he literally is just using his body. To take down these things. I mean, the shield helps, but like, you know what I mean? Like, the fight scenes, the way that they're choreographed. Um, he's not, like, he's obviously super strong because mm-hmm, he's a super soldier, mm-hmm. but he's not like so Superman. He's not, he's Iron not Man. Yeah, he's not like throwing buildings. He's not like you know? shrinking and becoming big again. Yeah, like exactly. Ant-Man. Like, it, there's just something about just him as a person. Yes. a little bit stronger than the average person using his body. Like, I think they can have a lot more fun with the choreography of the yeah. scene. So, I'm really into it. Um, also, great performance by Tommy Lee Jones playing yes. law enforcement. 
please refer to our last <laughs> yeah. episode if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, then I watched Captain America Winter Soldier, which oh, I also really like. So that I'm is great. Give that an eight. You're gonna give that really? You didn't think it was like okay, okay better that's... than Captain America: The First Avenger? No, because emotionally, I feel like I res- resonated more with the first, the origin story, and I loved Captain America: Civil War. I just really love it. <laughs> to me, it's like Avengers uh, and it, Avengers it, movie. It, no, right? I think, no, that's how they build it. And this idea of like neither he or Iron Man, Tony Stark, are wrong in their beliefs, but it's like how do you how do we how do we reconcile that? And then there's no like happy ending, right? Yeah. And yeah. it sets it up for Infinity War. Yeah. So I would also give that an eight, maybe a nine. I don't that's, know. That's... I gotta think about it. Um then I watched all three Thors. <laughs> and and it mind you, at this point I I have to stop you and say I cannot believe you watched Thor the Dark World. Wait, why? It's part of the canon. Of course I was going to watch it. The, but it's, Is it the worst movie ever? I'm looking at the list here, right? Yeah. And I would say that there are some movies that are just like... Okay, so there's some movies that are just like phenomenal. Yeah. They're, they're just great. And you and I have talked about it. And everyone who's seen like these movies probably knows, you know, like Black Panther... Right, um, that first like Guardians of the Galaxy, um, yeah, the list goes on like whatever your personal favorites are. Right, Avengers: Infinity War like is really good. Then there's like the good anywhere between like watchable to like good. Then there's a few, a select few that are just like these are actually garbage movies, right? And Thor: and if The it Dark wasn't War- an MCU movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thor: The Dark World is one of them. Okay. Iron Man Two is Which another I one. I can't find anywhere. And you're not going to be able to. Okay. You're just not going to be able to because it's garbage. Okay. Um, I want to. Oh, and Age of Ultron, Avengers Two. Okay. You told me this before. About yeah. Age of Ultron. Uh, everything else is at least watchable to excellent. Okay. Somewhere in that range. Well, I think all the Captain Americas are excellent. All excellent. the Captain Americas are excellent. Thor. I love Thor. I think Thor's my second favorite Avenger. Okay. He's so funny. He's just great. I don't know. I just like him so much. Uh, is it because it's Chris Hemsworth? Maybe. I don't know. Um, the original Thor, the first Thor I thought was okay. I'd give it like It has some seven. of my favorite lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would give it a, a six seven. or a seven would be fine. You know, when he says, another, and he throws <laughs> the cup, yeah. you know, or like, like... we don't... Why <laughs> did you do that? Or when he, um, he walks into the pet shop and he's like, I need a horse. <laughs> You know, was the largest animal you have? You know, I need a horse. Um, that's is that good. your is that your accent? Yeah. Or when uh, she backs her car into him and yeah. knocks him out. You know, um, those are those are those are some of my they're favorite. Funny. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're great. They're yeah, great. Thor: The Dark World. I don't know, a six. And that's very generous. Of you. Five, six. I don't know. It, it wasn't that memorable. I like Natalie Portman. Um, Ragn- Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok was so great, but that's universal, right? Yes, universally praised. Irreverent. Totally, oh, yeah. Like, People loved the, it. Part of the whole universe, but then also feels like it's not. Yeah. Color palette's already different. Like, I just, yep. I was like, you know what? I, I did realize, though, in viewing all this, um, I don't, I know the Avengers, and I know this entire universe is not real, but when it takes place, 
not on earth then it just becomes even more not real for me so i don't connect with nor do i like those oh much. really oh so interesting Guardians of the galaxy i know everyone loved it and there's like great moments in it and maybe it's because like now i'm just like eh, chris pratt like i'm very met on you at the moment um i, I don't feel like i loved it as much as everybody else did um and i kind of feel the same same way with Asgard, 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 and like that whole universe. So like the Thor, like even though Thor is one of my favorites, like I just don't like. I don't need to watch Thor or Thor: The Dark World. I will watch Ragnarok again because it was pretty funny. Ragnarok is. Great. I love Tessa Thompson. Oh, she um, is phenomenal. She's so yeah, good in it. So good. Um, so I watch Guard. So yeah, Ragnarok. I would give it like a seven and a half. Um, I watched... Oh, really? You don't have it as high as any of the Captain Americas? No, I, I'm sorry. Okay, alright, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. That's yeah. a stupid question. Stupid oh. question. Stupid question. Um, what else did I watch? I hated Doctor Strange. I did not understand... Hated? I did not understand what was happening. And maybe Fair. I was in a weird time mood. But Benedict Cumberbatch's hero was very, like... I just did not like him. And Doctor Strange... Was very strange. The, the, that movie specifically is also the last of its kind, which is the vanilla generic origin story. Mm. And, and and I'm not saying that there are no more origin stories to be had, but it's like that was so... I, I feel like Marvel is now in a place where it's like, hey, these origin stories don't have to be straight-up origin stories anymore. We can, we can backdoor pilot these. Yeah, exactly. Story. We can backdoor pilot yeah. these like they did with Black Panther in Civil War. Got it. And that, Got or it. we can be like, we can make it a genre film that also is happens to be a origin story. Is, it be, is that because they know that Marvel fans will watch all the Marvel movies, that even if they do that backdoor pilot and introduce a character in a different movie, like, they trust that they won't lose that same audience and they will come out to watch a movie that doesn't have the origin backstory because it's already been explained. Does that make sense? You know, I I actually think it's the opposite. I think they've seen that if they if they make cookie-cutter origin stories, that, like, they're less and less likely to be successful. Especially because now that they're all the big tentpole characters are out. Mm-hmm. The newer characters, I mean, I guess, I guess that's not the case because Disney is still tentatively um, acquiring, like the X Men and the Fantastic Four. So yeah. now they do yeah. have these big players. Yeah. They don't have to take B characters and turn them into A, a. characters. You know who are B characters? You know what? To be completely honest, a lot of these. Characters Doctor Strange started off. At, oh, Doctor Strange for sure started off as. Did a you B know character. that Ant Man was supposed to be an Avenger? What do you mean? In the first Avenger movie. Um, oh. Because Ant Man was in the comic books in the Avengers. The oh yeah. First one, um, but they decided not to do that to introduce him at a later date. I think that was the right call. I think that was the right call. Um, I love Ant Man, but yeah. You know, back in the like eighties. You know, it's like Iron Man, Thor, um, like they put them on their own team because they couldn't really have their own comic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Iron Man. Yeah, and Captain America was really the one who was like, oh, this guy's, this is like one of our tentpole 
like characters. You know what I mean? Because yeah, because yeah, Marvel's main um, properties were like the X Men mm-hmm. and Spider Man, and like because Wolverine and Spider Man by far are their most popular characters. Um, I not I don't know about anymore. I mean, probably still, um, but the the gap is definitely way closer, and probably right now is like you can't even recognize the gap anymore because these movies have turned Iron Man, Thor, Captain America into... into such... Yeah, I mean, Captain America was always on the same tier as Spider-Man and Wolverine, but yeah. Spider-Man and Wolverine back in, like, the 90s, yeah. by far, like, it wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't even close, yeah. you know? Um, and so, them, like, ha- now that they can make, like, oh, listen, if we get good filmmakers... And we put them in the Marvel like limits within the Marvel limits of the Marvel box. We can do an origin story, but it doesn't have to be just an origin yeah. story. You know, it, like Ant Man, for example, is like an example. Ant Man is an example of the, it didn't fully succeed the first one, but it was like let's make a like a heist movie that is also like an origin story. You know, um, when you say it didn't succeed because all of these movies. Are financially successful. Yes. Yeah. What is? What do you mean? Like, are you talking about critical, or are you talking about like the chatter from the like comic book I, fans? I, I would say more the former than the latter, okay. because especially with Ant Man, I know it was like an Edgar Wright screenplay, and mm-hmm. he was gonna direct. Did it. he do? Um, did he do this past one? The Edgar Edgar Wright didn't even finish Ant Man. He couldn't. Oh, he got fired. Uh, he backed out, but who knows what happened. Um, and the director of Ant-Man and the Wasp ended up rewriting the script, directing, and then came back for Ant-Man and the Wasp. I believe, I believe it's the same guy. Um, and that's why I say, you know, it wasn't completely successful because it was, like, from start to, it was almost too much heist, not enough origin. I believe that was the, the scuttlebutt behind Ant-Man. That's why, that's kind of why I said it wasn't successful. That it ended up being a little more cookie cutter, a little bit more vanilla than the original, like, idea was. Okay. You know? Um, so Doctor Strange, to go back to our original yeah. point, it is the, la- I feel like that's going to be the last of its okay. kind. You know, Are going there more Doctor Strange's planned? Um, I believe there's, there's a sequel okay. planned. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to rush to go watch it because I just didn't really like the first one. I liked him in Avengers yeah, Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, me too. You know? me too. I liked the di- the dynamic between yeah. him and him and Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Um, I also watched Spider-Man Homecoming, which you told me was like a young adult. Was it, what did you th- did I you was, did you think it was? Yes. Yeah. 100% loved it. Love Tom Holland. I think he's great. great. Listen, I don't have a problem with Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, but I think like he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. He's able to be a teenager yeah. but also like have that weight on his shoulders. Um and I love Marissa Tomei and I just really like that he she was the hot aunt or whatever Tony Stark calls her. Um what else did I watch? The Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. one. I didn't right? watch the second one. I you know what I I had watched Guardians of the Galaxy before, but I don't think I was like in, like paying attention to it. So I did watch it again. I thought it was fine, but again, like space stuff does space stuff doesn't really interest me as much. Um, Chris Pratt. No. Um, yeah. So I've literally spent um, hundred and thirty hours. 
watching stuff, Steve. Nice. And I watched Infinity War again. Nice. And then I watched Ant Man Infinity and the Wasp. Um, so I'm really into it. Yeah. How was Infinity War the second time? I got a little bit more out of it because in the the first time, like I had no background going into it, and then when I watched it again, I was much more affected by that ending than I was the first time. Really, mm-hmm. more affected the second time around. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Even though you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Damn. Because I feel like in the short time span between when I first the first one the second like the first viewing and the second viewing like I became a lot more invested in these characters and then this Got it. world um, and then reading about and this is again I'm so sorry to see because this is all stuff you talked about before but I'm just like I don't really understand um, like their contracts being up right, right the, this really being the end of the road for some of these actors or the characters played by the actors like i don't know can i imagine another captain america i'm sure they they'll figure it out they they'll make it um and it, it would be like the toby Maguire, andrew garfield like tom holland like passing of the baton kind of thing but um i don't know like it just it made me really sad yeah 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 and i just don't have a good feeling about the second <laughs> It, or whatever it's going to be Avengers called. 4. Avengers 4. Like, I just feel like everyone's going to die. Everyone you, you love. Everyone, everyone you've grown I to love, love in the past month. The one specific person I love. Because <laughs> he's been very vocal about it being his last. And, like, I think I so, don't yeah. think he's coming back. Yeah, I mean, he's already doing, like, Broadway. He's already yeah, doing theater, like, you know? He, I mean, the way he mentions it, he's like, it really does take a toll on my body, and I just don't know how much I can do that. Like, yeah. Good for you, Stephanie. Now, here's some questions. Okay, here we go. Question Well, time. okay, so you know who my favorite yes. Avenger is and all the reasons I mentioned. And um, I just really, I watched Winter Soldier again, like, a little bit, not too long ago. Yeah. And, like, uh, I forget, what, I was like, oh, prepare more for this, Jen. But, like, I forget which fight scene it was. It might have been with him and Bucky. Okay. I mean, he, he and Bucky fight a lot. <laughs> Bucky is his, like, best friend from, like, 70 years ago. and From World War Two. From World War Two, 1940, um, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, just the way that the fight scene was choreographed and just them just using their bodies, like, I just was, like, really, like, oh, like, this is great. Like, do you have a fight scene that, like, stands out to you or, like, an action scene that stands out to you in all of these action movies? Because there's so many great ones. And I'm just like, this is what a high-budget film looks like. Really? You know what? I I would actually say I've yet to see a good action sequence okay. in these Disney movies. Oh. You know? It's so, so much, it's so much CGI. It's oh, so well, CGI. Yes, dependent, but, you know? okay. And the, 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 the choreography isn't, it's a lot of moving cameras and a lot yes, of times. Yes, that is true. And there's... Very few tracking shots. And I know that's such a snobby thing to say, you know, but it's like... I'd like to see you figure it out, yeah. Steve. No, well, you know what? I, 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 you, I've I seen it in Creed. Yep. I've seen it in... Um, a little bit of a different caliber, don't you think? Agreed, agreed. I've seen it in The Raid, uh, Redemption, which is an Indonesian okay, film. Yep. You know, but I've seen it No, in, but aren't those films not dependent on... Uh, uh, God, for someone who does a podcast, 
like superpowers? Yes. Like, they don't yeah. need CGI, or they shouldn't be relying on CGI, because it's not like Reed is, like, emitting laser <sighs> beams from his eyes and, like, killing his villains. Here's, okay, here's, here's a good example. It doesn't even have action sequences that match up with The Incredibles. That's entirely animated. I know, but you know what? It's like... So you you cannot bring that to live action. Well, then, I, I'm, I'm saying... Okay, it, okay. But it, you have very high expectations. It can, you know, it's like... Then what's the bar? It's like, it's... it's it's you can't I can't compare it to Creed because Creed is too realistic, but then I can't compare it to Incredibles because Incredibles is too unreal. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like yeah. and Incredibles actually I would say is a fair comparison because that's a superhero movie. I get that yeah. it's animated, yeah. but it's like the choreography makes more sense in the Incredibles than it does in some of these movies. I'm trying to think. I'm going through the list because I have them all up here. Um, none of the action sequences really get to me. I I think for me. Most, you know what? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think. Okay, you don't need to answer that question. Yeah, because you can't. None of them. Um, what about what has been your favorite? Okay, who's your favorite Avenger? Uh, in the movies, right? Yeah. Oh. What do you mean? What, what's the? What's As opposed to like in the comics. Well, who's? Are there is there a difference? Yeah, because so the characters in the movies are wild, can be wildly different than the comics. I would like to know why. Okay, go. Um, in the movies, it's Thor. Okay. He is... So funny. So, I mean, even, I think, when he takes a turn starting in Thor Ragnarok, really leaning into his humor, Yeah. Um, that's when he, like, really wins me over. Yeah. You know He's what I mean? He's my friend from work. Yeah. <laughs> He's a friend from work! You know? <laughs> um, the Or when he's like, uh, oh, meet my friend, Tree. <laughs> you know? This is my friend, Tree. Oh, sweet rabbit. You know when he's talking to ra- ra- yeah. uh, Rocket Raccoon? And then it's just so great. I, I've watched that scene a few times like on YouTube where he's like, oh, this is my friend, Tree. And then Groot's like, I am Groot. And Captain America goes, I am Steve Rogers. I love, <laughs> you know? I love that scene. Because he's so earnest yeah, he's, in everything. He's he like trying to be like, oh, you know, let me extend like my warmest like reception and like be generous and like speak slowly and be very yeah, intentional yeah. about introducing myself to I am Steve Rogers, you know? I love him so much. Yeah. Uh I okay, but I Thor. think okay. Thor is my cause he can do okay. both. He can do you know, when in the scene where he's like uh talking to or no when he like loses Loki mm-hmm. and like spoiler alert but like whatever if you haven't seen it that's ridiculous uh when like Thanos kills Loki yeah. and you can see he's like so upset yeah. and then when he's talking to Rocket Raccoon he's like what more can I lose yeah you know but then he can, he goes he calls this is my friend tree you know um and he's like I I don't know I, Thor definitely is my favorite okay. Avenger, okay. I think. What's yeah. your favorite m- movie so far? My favorite movie so far? Oh, man. That is a great one. Um, I think my favorite... Do you have a favorite one? It might be Civil War. Civil War. Civil War yeah. is a really good one. Yeah. Civil War is a really good one. I, I, you know what? I would have to say... Oh, no, no, this is this is easy. Black Panther. Black Panther is my favorite one. Black Panther was so really good, and I was not into any of. I wasn't 
in this deep. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> in this deep. But Black Panther also felt like a standalone like, more. Yeah, like just like almost a like world, a bottle episode. World removed from everything yep. else that's going on. Where the other movies, they seem a little bit more threaded or. Th- there's there's connective tissue there. For yeah. Sure. Um. So I want you to explain something for me that I don't Let's quite do understand. Let's do it. Um. So MCU with Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Oftentimes, like I see this phase one, phase two, phase three. Yes. What is that? And I know there are certain movies that fall, and they're kind of chronological in the way that I guess like they were released, or like how it all fits in. Um, I do, I do appreciate like um, if you like Google and stuff, like you can, like people have put together like the list of the movies that you should be watching in order, and they're not. Oh, they're not related to when they were released. Yeah. Oh, interesting. In terms of like when the characters are introduced and stuff, so that it's like one flow. but what are these phases? And even when you look up lists of Marvel Cinematic Universe movies on Wikipedia, like it's phased out. Mm-hmm. So there's three phases. Yes, so there are three phases. So the way the phases are broken up are, um, it, it is like, because, like most movie franchises, actually not even most, every movie franchise up until now, mm-hmm. there's been like a beginning and an ending, right? Okay. Like let's say, for example, Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. I know they, they're coming back with, like, Fantastic Beasts. I get that. But in terms of, like, the story, like, the story, right, um, it starts with Harry Potter 1, ends at 7. seven I think they did 8, right? Because they broke 7 up into 2 books. I mean, 7 into 2 oh movies. Oh, my God, why am I blanking? They did Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2, yes, right? Yes, you're right, you're right. Um, or, you know, The Hunger Games. Yeah. You know, there's four of them. Or Twilight, you know, or, excuse me, any of these movie franchises, right? They... There's a beginning and there's an ending. With Marvel, they're like, we have so much history. We have so much mythology. And what if we never end? Right? What if we just never end? And but those things that you just described are based on books, right? I mean, so, so are so are these. Comics. Comics, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know? Um, and so they have this idea where they, they come in phases instead of beginnings and endings, okay. right? And so the first phase is I. It's the first phase is really the we're going to introduce characters, and it will they will culminate in the first ever team up, right? Okay. So it's Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America, First Adventure, and then the Avengers, right? And that's the first phase, right? We've built up to this like team up. Now it's like let's introduce, let's do sequels. And then build up to like the next team up, which is Iron Man three. That's so that's phase one. Phase two starts with Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and actually ends with Ant Man. The introduction of Ant Man, right? That's phase Ant-Man two. Ant Man was twenty fifteen. For some reason, I thought it was like twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen. Okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's it was probably like a late. Yep. No, but that makes sense because he's in Civil in, War. Because he's in Civil War, yeah. right? Um, and then Phase 3 is kind of like the breakdown of the previous regime or mm-hmm. previous characters, right? So it starts with Civil War, which starts with the breakup of the Avengers, right? Yeah. Then you have the introduction of Doctor Strange. You have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the introduction of Spider-Man or his standalone after his introduction to Civil War. So Civil War breaks up the old Avengers and introduces new characters. Why is 
Captain America Civil War a Captain America movie because it just felt so much about like an the Avengers. Avengers. Um, that's a great question. It's I would say it was their way of being able to make an Avengers movie without putting an Avengers movie. without putting the pressure of like, oh we like okay. let, we this needs to make a billion dollars. Okay. You know, um, that would be my and it's like if you make it a Captain America movie, you don't have to worry about the billing. Of it, you know, getting certain people a certain amount of screen time. Wow. Um, okay. And that that's, like, my interpretation of it, right? So Captain America Civil War starts the, the breakdown of the old team while introducing new characters, right? Um, like Black Panther and Spider-Man, right? And then you have the introduction of Doctor Strange in his movie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the sequel. Spider-Man gets his own movie. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. What happens? Is there a phase four? There will. Because I mean, I think they have ten phases planned. Because we know that there's a Black Panther sequel. There's definitely Black Panther. There's a Spider-Man sequel. Spider-Man sequel. We know they're introducing Captain Marvel. That, yep. So. There's going to be a Doctor Strange sequel. Okay. Well, I don't care about that. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'll watch it. And I Um, believe phase three, if I'm not mistaken, will end with. The fourth Avengers, Avengers, I believe. Um, And so phase three is really this slow, methodical, like, okay, we're going to break up the old Avengers, introduce these new characters, and then we're going to transition to a new team. Okay. A new, or, and, you know, that's what you kind of see in Avengers Infinity War, you know, where it's like, I thought it was going to be like the first Avengers with guest starring the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, it was they more... They spend sp- a lot of time. It's more them. space yeah. than Earth, yeah, for sure. Yeah, why I actually didn't enjoy half the movie as much. I mean, Tony Stark, like you said, uh, you know, Chris Evans is only in it for six and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Stark plays a lot of the emotional parts, but, I mean, he's not in it for a lot. Like, it's a lot of Thor. It's a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and, like, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange have, are in almost every scene that Tony Stark is in. Yeah, if I can find this list of the breakdown of how I think Gamora is. has the most screen yeah. time by far, yeah. I believe. Um, and so, that's how, like, they break up these phases. Like, oh, because when these movies are all connected, they each have a build-up. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, each phase is, or revolves around and culminates into one build-up. Right, so phase one, it's building up to the Avengers. Phase two builds up to Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Phase three builds up to Infinity War, but it's still continuing to because Infinity War is still like that's not the end. Like especially the way the movie itself ends, it's all building up to Avengers four. You know, so that's how the phases are. For Infinity War, do you want to know the screen time for each major character? Let's do it. So Thanos. Thanos, oh, Thanos. Thanos. 29 minutes. Okay. Gamora, second, with 19 minutes. Iron Man, 18. Thor, 14 minutes. Doctor Strange, 11. Peter Quill, 10 minutes. Vision, 9 and a half. Um, Scarlet Witch, 9. The Hulk, 8. So, like, it's so crazy to me, though, that, like... The, They're only in it for 10 minutes. The biggest stars of... Like, these, some of these people have had their own movies. Yeah, multiple. And in, this, and in this movie, it's like, I'm in it for six minutes. See Rogers, six minutes and 45 seconds. Um, Loki, three minutes. Yeah. So. Pepper Potts, a minute and a half. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had like so many more questions. Okay, that was a good explanation. I'm. And their thing is like the reason they call them phases is because it's like these will never end. Like their their plan is for this to be ongoing forever. You know. I mean, and we'll see if it's sustainable. They've made and so the big Marvel versus DC question. Um, so I've heard Marvel be described as like a lighter, more colorful, funnier like world. Yeah. Whereas like even even the DC movies, like the color palettes are like gray. starkly different. Then, um, what are your assessments of the two? Like, are you a fan of both worlds? Um, even in the comics, I definitely lean towards Marvel, but, like, DC has great comics. Okay. Too. I mean, they DC. have great characters, right? Oh, like they, I mean, Batman and it's crazy, because, like, the two most iconic characters, Batman and Superman, are in DC. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they are wildly more popular. popular and iconic than any Marvel character. Then why, why do you think it hasn't been translated into movies as such? You know, I, I think, or of, I guess of recent times, right? Because we've had yeah. Batman's. And yeah, like, I mean the, the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, are, you know, yeah. I would say, um, when but it doesn't give you that. It's not as um, I don't know. Like when you think of Marvel movies, you know exactly what you under like. I don't know. Like you just don't get that feeling from. Yeah, I mean, I I think there was a point where when this. Christopher Nolan's second Batman movie came out where, like, The Dark Knight, where, like, people were, like, lighting their houses on fire for, like, how excited they were. I I think that... I I don't think any Marvel movie really reaches the, like, quite the anticipation level that people had for The Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, But I, I get what you're saying because... And I think the reason is that when you're backed into a corner... And it's like this is make or break. You really put all your eggs in like one basket. You're like, it's either gonna work or it's not, and we're either gonna succeed or we're gonna fail. And by fail, I don't mean like to try again, like or else like it's like we either make it or we like go for bust, right? And I think with Marvel, because they had sold the rights to Spider Man, the two their two most popular franchises, which is Spider Man and X Men, they were forced to be very creative and very ambitious with um with with the rest of their properties with Marvel Studios which was you know started with Iron Man mm-hmm. you know um with DC it's like they're on their third actor not act uh they're on their third like version of Batman mm-hmm. and they're on their third version of Superman mm-hmm. and they haven't had uh like if they failed it's like oh well just Try start it over from scratch again next time. You know, they haven't had that moment where it's like they're so they have they've had to be so ambitious. You know? Like yeah. they're either at the forefront and it's like Marvel hasn't even sniffed a movie yet and we've already made eight Batmans and like five Supermans, you yeah. know? Um or they're playing catch up where it's like, oh, they're doing like expanded universes in movies like let's just do that you know and i think it really speaks to kevin feige who is the head of marvel studios um 
he is the one spearheading it, whereas in D.C., uh, they've handed over the reins to the wrong people. And I know I've, like, beat this guy up a lot on this podcast before, but Zack Snyder is not the guy. Oh, yeah. He's not the guy, you know? And he's... Wait, but Zack Snyder is a director. Director, yeah. Who's exactly. in charge of I, I don't think they're... I don't, I, I'm sure positionally there is someone, but there's... They don't... Whoever that guy is, he's definitely no Kevin Feige. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, who And Kevin Feige seems to have an understanding for who these characters are, what people like about them, and what people like about their movies. Because um, Doctor Strange is such an interesting inflection point where after that, these movies really are not the same. Mm. You know, a lot of these movies follow um, these origin story movies and even the sequels. Like, the sequels are bad, except for, weirdly enough, the Captain America sequels are phenomenal. They're great. Um... But the origin stories are, like, very similar. But then once you get past Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, Is that good? Did you like it? it uh, it's different, it's interesting, and it's unique. Mm-hmm. I don't love it, okay. but I certainly appreciate that it's not like any other movie I've seen, you know? Um, Spider-Man Homecoming is n- not like another origin story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, these are all... All the movies that I listed, Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, those three specifically, are more reflections of the directors Mm -hmm. than they are of, like, the Marvel, like, vanilla cookie-cutter, like, template. You know, whereas with DC, it's like, these movies don't reflect anything. The only thing they really reflect, you know, you know what, they do reflect Zack Snyder because they're bad. Yeah. You know, these movies are just bad. You know, they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. And they're never going to, to be honest. It's it's too late. I really just think it's too late. Okay. I would damning. I would I would scrap it and wait ten years and start over. Wow. Yeah. Wait wow. wait ten years. You just you're just you have to leave people you have to make people want it. You yeah. can't force it. Yeah. You know? Do you think any of that has to, speaks to like the actors that they've casted to portray some of the characters? No, no, because Gal Gadot is amazing as She's Wonder amazing. Woman. But when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman, there was a lot of chatter about negative chatter yeah. about that. Um, whereas, like, you don't, I feel like there hasn't, I mean, have there, has there been any casting that Marvel has done where people are like, what are you doing, Marvel? Um... But Ben Affleck is such a divisive, like, person. Yeah, he, he is, yeah. I don't necessarily, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they just, I wouldn't say, besides Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, none of them have been like, oh, this is so obviously good. But they make it work, and the writing is good, and the performances are good. Why do you say that about those two? Because you single them out. Because I feel like those are the ones that are, like, could someone else do, could someone else do Ant-Man? Could someone else do Thor? I think they could have. Okay. You know what I mean? In hindsight, this is the perfect yeah. casting, but, yeah. like, could someone else have done it? Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything specifically about Chris Hemsworth. No, I take that back, because that does him a disservice. He's phenomenal in that role. That's yeah. why he's my favorite Avenger, yeah. but it's not like what he does is like impossible for someone else. But Whereas with Tony Stark and Chris Evans, I feel like 
more more Robert Downey Jr. than I even said Tony Stark and Chris Evans. I yeah. used like one character. You like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, no, with Tony Stark with Robert Downey Jr. He is the only one where I'm like. Do you think that hurts their careers? Uh, you know, I think I don't think so because I, I think, think that's honestly all. Oh. It, it depends what you mean by hurt their careers. I feel like they, it's one of those, it's a double-edged sword where, like, people want them, but they don't have time to do the things that they want. Oh, I'm not looking at it that way. Like, okay. I honestly think, like, it's the same thing as getting typecasted for something. Um, like, when you embody your character or a character so much, like, that's also not a great thing. Um, I mean, it, I think it speaks to, like, how great you are and how suited you are for that particular character but when you're trying to go out for other things when trying to be more dramatic or like not an action star like people can't separate like hey that's iron man talking like that's iron yeah. man being a detective or like whatever you know i think with robert downey jr that i i think actually with no one that's the case because yeah. with with robert downey jr he like still didn't like i mean granted it was like the same time as Iron Man, right before Iron Man, but, like, he still did the Zodiac. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Sherlock, Sherlock, right? Sherlock, and he did, remember um, the one, was it The Judge? No. There was a movie that he was did. Was it, like, a smaller movie? Um, yeah, it was, like, and it was, like, a semi, oh, no, wait, The Judge, uh, Robert Downey, sorry, Robert Downey Jr., um, yeah, The Judge in 2014. Oh, like, literally called The Judge? Yeah, okay. and it was with Robert Duvall, okay. you know? Yep. Um, you know, uh, you have the Hulk, Rob, Mark Ruffalo, who, like, is in Spotlight, you know? Oh, that is one of the questions that I had for you about, um, no, Really, really quick, though, yeah. just to, because yeah. I, and Chris Evans, he's doing theater. Yeah. He did, um... No, I love Chris Evans. Snowpiercer. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you have, uh, Chris Hemsworth... Who did Rush? You know, between the Thors. I think it. I think the the era of typecasting from superheroes is over because now it's like people do serious roles and then get into these movies. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and what what was the question? Um, thank you for answering those questions. Um, specifically about the Hulk. Okay. In Phase One, the Hulk was Edward Norton. Ed Norton. Right? Yep. Ed Norton. Um. And then in the Avengers, it became Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. What happened there? Uh, Ed Norton only did one he did Marvel movie. He, come back, or they didn't want him back. Oh, he, that was, uh, was I've heard movie. it was a, a messy breakup. Um, and, because he, he wrote the screenplay, I he believe, did. for The Incredible Hulk. And it was not a pleasurable experience for him. And I, I think because it was so early on in, like, the MCU... Because it was the second movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and was it good? It's not, it's not great. Okay. You know, it's not good. Um, I, mean, I don't remember it being terrible, though, but I just remember it being, like, whatever. Um, and so they had to recast it because he wouldn't come back, you know? But the so whole he, the character... It was his decision. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the specifics, okay. but I know that it was a messy breakup and... There, neither one is willing to work with the other. Okay, for so sure. Then. So, um, and then something that's happened more recently regarding Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, I 
I have a particular affinity for James Gunn, who is the writer and director of the first two Guardians Galaxy movies. He actually was married to Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam on The Office. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, um, so she, like they were together before she, uh, before she was like Pam. Uh-huh. And then um, somewhere during the run of The Office, I think they got a divorce. But um, so it, you know, all these like trolls, internet trolls. One internet troll in particular yeah. has been on this mission to dig up people's paths and stuff and so I guess he had made some unsavory like Twitter jokes um were they homophobic I forget I just a I, lot of stuff it, it was a lot, a lot of stuff which had been since deleted but like was, you know nothing's really deleted from the internet yeah and so Disney taking a page out of the ABC book um like immediately fired him from the third yeah. What are your thoughts? Oh, it's, man. Because he's so tied to that franchise, right, as yeah. a writer and director. Yeah. Um, I mean, that 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 movie really does... Um, it, the second one really is a reflection of him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like, thematically... I don't mean like, oh, it's like success or failure is a reflection. No, I mean, like, thematically, like, what's going on is, like, it... it that's how, like, James Gunn operates. That's how, like, how his movies are, you know? Like, really emotional and, like, can be, like, all over the place and, like, the, the humor and stuff. Um, how do I feel about... I, it's unfortunate. Do you think they did the right thing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think... It's like they would have been... They would have been killed from one side, mm-hmm. either way, mm-hmm. I think what puts them in a huge bind is the cast coming out and asking them mm-hmm. to reconsider. Mm-hmm. That puts them... But they... But do you, How much power do they have? I don't know. Because they're under contract, I'm assuming, to make this movie, right? So yeah, like, but they're not They're not powerless, I'll say that. Okay. They're not powerless. Because they literally all banded together. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what it is. Because they've banded together... And because people love them, and because there is no movie without them, and because it, uh, from the looks of Infinity Wars, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy are going to play a huge role. There, there's such a focal point for the Avengers. It's hard to okay. tell. All right. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't. That's something that I'm very conflicted okay. about for sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel very conflicted about it. I don't think they should have done that. I don't think they should have fired him because I think that... Um, they definitely succumbed to, to pressure. Yes, sure. I think so. And I think they were trying to get ahead of any sort of um, like negative press, but I think they just dug themselves into a deeper hole, especially because you're contending with... Um, I don't have a better word for it. Troll. With a troll. With trolls that um, like their argument is not really based on much, right. I should say, right? Roseanne's case, I think, is a little bit, is a lot different. Um, and then also, I think then it really speaks to, we're allowed to have opinions, but we're also allowed to grow from our opinions and grow in our thought process and mature as human beings. And that's what James Gunn has said that he has done. And, um, and to be held so accountable for something that happened like I don't know like 10 years ago again I think we can make these types of arguments about anything and um 
but it just seems so like that decision happened so rash because they didn't want to deal with something yeah and now they have like just a bigger headache on their hands so i think it just comes down to a matter of like how much they're willing to like part with the brand like i like i don't no. Yeah. Um, it was because it was so tight. But now it's like if they reinstate him, like that's a whole other. <sighs> I know. Thing. I know. Um, it sucks. It it does. It does. I don't know. Don't tweet terrible things, people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Seriously. Uh. Yeah. Did you have any other questions for me? No. I'm just. Thank you for taking this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really, really happy <laughs> and excited. About MCU and um, in particular the Captain America <laughs> movies yeah. who have, that have given me a lot of joy so and be so great and yeah perfect okay so why don't we take a break here and then we'll come back with our obsessions of the episode and we're back okay so let's go right into our obsessions of the episode mine is um, so we've been talking a lot about this uh, Marvel Avengers franchise. Uh, my obsession is actually the start of a different franchise. Um, it's based off the video game Halo. Uh, Showtime has announced that they'll be uh, developing um, a live-action TV show based off the Halo franchise. Uh, and uh, was it? I don't know if he will be the showrunner or if he'll just be a consultant or whatever. Because who knows? They announce things, but who knows? Like when it happens, like what their um, what their participation will actually be, but this guy named Kyle Killen, who I don't know very well, but he's done some, like, network TV stuff. I've heard good things about him, so um, I'm excited. I remember there was supposed to be a Halo movie way back when, and during pre-production, it, like, it was stuck in, like, development hell, and so they ended up turning that movie into District 9, um, which... Which, have you watched? Yeah, I love District okay, 9. it's good. It's really yeah. good. Um, and so... Uh, you know, I've been waiting for this for a while and never came, and I was like, oh, I guess it's just never happening. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm still trying to temper my expectations and my hype, but um, I'm, I'm very excited, and I, I, I cannot wait for okay. this. And it's supposed to when is I think I don't think they've released. They it just have made. They the just made. They just made the announcement. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your obsession of the episode? Um, I really don't think I should stray far from the topic uh, that we discussed at length for an hour. Uh, but my my obsession and my intro into the Marvel Universe world is Chris Evans. I just think he's great. Um, he's so uh, cute, but also he's just like he seems like a really nice guy. And um, like if you follow him on like Twitter, I don't think he's on anything else. Like he's not on Instagram or anything. But he's very vocal about his um, displeasure of the world's affairs. And yeah. he's constantly dragging President Trump, which, you know, like, if you're not into that, then, you know, whatever, you're not into it. Um, and then I just think, um, like, he knows his place in the world. Like, I just, I don't like actors who take themselves way too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I just, I'm just like, you guys, like, you're not, you're actors, like, calm down. So he's able to, like, use his celebrity to do good things like he works charities and stuff but he's also like yeah he's using his platform to um to call attention to some of the injustices that are happening um but also he makes fun of himself and he knows he knows who he is you know he knows he's like 
Captain America. Um, the funniest thing that happened recently, um, you know, SNL's Leslie Jones. Mm-hmm. So sometimes she'll live tweet things that she's watching, and it's really funny if you know what she's talking about or watching it at the same time. So she decided to watch Infinity War. So she was like live, um, live tweeting it, and there's a clip where she basically. Um, when Captain America first, like, comes on screen, she, like, flips out, and she's like, damn, like, she's like, ladies and gentlemen, introducing my mother-effing husband, um, and he retweets it, and he basically is like, oh, like, this is exactly what Paul Bettany, who plays Vision, says to me every time I come into a room, um, so they have, like, a funny, uh, exchange about that, but I just really like him, I've watched a lot of his, like, interviews, and, like, like things on YouTube, and so if I wasn't watching a Marvel movie, I was watching, watching like Chris, Chris Evans, Evans interviews. Um, I just love him. I think he's great. Yeah, I I love him. And I, the stuff that he said about the Me Too movement, I thought was just like really striking too. But basically, he was just like, yeah, like sure, men have voices in this, but like I don't think this is the time. Like I think we should be listening to women. I'm just like, yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Do you like him? He's he's great. I love okay. him. Huge fan. Huge fan. And he's good. He's a good actor. And he's good. Yeah, yeah. solid. Uh, all right, great. That's all. I think that's all we got for I today, mean, right? It's like an hour and a half. <laughs> I think that's enough. That's all we got for today. Uh, remember to uh, review, rate, subscribe on iTunes. Um, check out the MCU movies wherever they're available. Whether you got to catch them on rebroadcast Why on don't TBS, you hit me up and Netflix. I tell you where it's available. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. So until next time, take care, guys. Want to say bye? Bye, guys.